good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? The last day of this podcast week, I trust that your grip on the Word of God has seen you safely through in a stabilizing way in this past week. I podcast Monday through Friday and I prepared to release this for this last day, at least of the podcast week. And I hope that uh, your week has been filled with the experience of walking with the Lord and knowing Him in such a special way. Today is a hymn history day. We're going to look at another hymn that we often sing in church. And uh, it was written by a man, this hymn, the hymn that I'm speaking of, it was written by a man named Robert Robinson. Uh, This fellow actually had a very rough beginning. His father died when he was young, and his mother just found herself unable to control him, just kind of a wild child that just took off and was uh, living a life of debauchery and things. And she sent him finally to London so that he could learn how to be a hairdresser or a barber, actually. And in the hymn history of Guy Johnson, Robert Morgan, and others that I've read in my in my library, when he went to London, he learned how to be a barber. But what he actually ended up learning the most about was drinking and gang life. He was heavily involved in that scene when he was in that big metropolitan area of London. Uh, when he was actually 17 years old, Robert Robinson and his friends Uh, were all kind of getting drunk and they were under the influence of alcohol and decided that they would stop at a fortune teller to get their fortunes told. So relaxed by that alcohol and acting as people do when they're under the influence of that substance, they they laughed and she tried to tell their futures. Uh, But after they left that place, there was something about the encounter that really bothered Robert uh, Robinson. And that evening, he suggested to his buddies and his friends that was with him that they attend the evangelistic meetings of a man named George Whitefield. That may be a familiar name to you. He actually had come to America. Uh, George Whitefield is actually buried in Newburyport, Massachusetts, having pastored the Presbyterian Church there for some years. But George Whitefield was a mighty evangelist. He was one of history's greatest preachers. Uh, He had a voice that some people say was part foghorn and part violin. Um, That night when Robert Robinson and his buddies went to hear, uh, uh, hear Whitefield preach, Whitefield took his text from Matthew chapter 3 and verse 7. The Bible says, But when he saw, speaking of Christ, when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Ye brood of vipers, you den of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Unquote. Well, as Robert thought on that, his he, he, he listened to the message and it was so uh, intense that he burst into tears and Whitefield would actually literally exclaim to the people, Oh, my hearers, the wrath to come, the wrath to come. And he confronted them with the reality of the accountability that they had to the living God. Well, Robert immediately sobered up and he, it was almost, and I've heard this before, he sensed that Whitefield was preaching directly to him. Uh, Robert thought that Whitefield had prepared that message exactly for him. And so the preacher's words haunted him for the, for almost three years is how long he went with the words ringing in his ears of Whitefield's warning to him. 
But in 1755, uh, he gave his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Robert finally fully surrendered. He entered the ministry, actually, three years later at the age of 23. Uh, He served as the pastor of the Methodist Chapel in Norfolk, England. And he was preparing his message on one Pentecost Sunday, and he wrote a hymn for that sermon. And it was a prayer. A prayer that I think all of us need to pray, one that I've encouraged our church family to pray here at Heritage, one in which we pray, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Let me be under the dominating control of the living third person of the Trinity. Help me to live on his power. And this song, this uh, hymn that uh, Robert wrote was a prayer that the Holy Spirit would flood into his heart with streams of mercy, that it would enable him to sing God's praises and remain faithful to him. What one of us doesn't need to pray that? And so the song begins, Come thou fount of every blessing, fill my heart to sing thy praise. And so it's been a favorite of the church ever since. Robinson continued to pray and preach and work for the Lord until 1790 when he died in Birmingham, England. He died at the age of 54 years old, passing quietly during the night. Why don't you take a few minutes today, maybe even Google the lyrics to Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. And I want to encourage you today to take a a, a little bit of time to think and remember the last insightful lines that I pray to the Lord frequently myself personally and those lines go like this let thy goodness like a fetter meaning you know uh, tying your hands bind my wandering heart to thee prone to wander lord i feel it prone to leave the god i love here's my heart oh take and seal it seal it for thy courts above. Written in 1758, what precious truth there is to that. Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Walk with the Lord today, fix your heart on him, meditate on his word, and he will renew your strength.